Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Chat of the Wild in this season. We are playing through the Legend of Zelda, the Phantom Hourglass in our last episode. We beat our first boss, and then we were kicked out into the entrance. Um, well, when you beat up the carnival performer, you, you they do tend to make you leave the carnival. Right. They were like, <laughs> all right, all right, get out of here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks. We don't yeah. like him either, but you got to go. One, one of the good Zelda things is when it kicks you to the... To the beginning of the of the dungeon. Um, did you guys have okay? So we didn't we didn't bring this up. Uh, two things I want to just like knock out of here real quick. Whenever you start the game back up, it does a thing that's almost like previously on, mm-hmm. but it's always just like Zelda's just like save me, Link, or sorry, Tetra is like save me, Link. Yeah, um, I restarted the game it. and thought my save file was corrupt. <laughs> Ooh, oh crap! Yeah, I'm back in the opening cutscene. Um. Also, we have not talked about uh, there's multiplayer in this game. This is the extent that we're going to talk about it because uh, the DS online service is like really hard to deal with. Like you can technically play online with this, but you have to use routers that existed before 2010. <laughs> like there's there's a thing that like the you DS have to go had. To McDonald's. Yeah, you, well, you have to do that, or you have to get the USB dongle and you have to plug it into your computer. And then connect your DS to your computer and use the internet through that. Oh God, uh, I forgot about those days. I forgot yeah, about it was those bad. days. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we are in a much more convenient era where all your devices work with pretty much any kind of Wi-Fi you would have. Uh, we have a better standardization for that, but the DS doesn't work with that. Maybe the DSI does, but the original DS doesn't. So we're not ever going to touch any of the multiplayer stuff here. Um, but it, it is, it is this thing where you move power gems from one side to the other, you're two, you know, different color teams and you have to get as many as you can. And then if you complete certain achievements in the game, uh, you get boat parts, which we will talk about more later. Uh, there are special gold boat parts that you earn just through the multiplayer that if you get them all, that's how you get like the super ship. But the things that you gain from doing that are really not that important in the grand scheme. Boat parts, not that great. However, I do remember the multiplayer being fun. Um, yes. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, you two teams trying to get as many power gems as possible, basically. Um, what is that mode called? It's not King of the Hill, it's right? Ba- what, is, what is it? Oh. It's just called Battle in the game. Yeah, but, but like, I mean, like, there, there's, like... It's like capture the flag kind of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, in, in a sense, you're you're going onto the other side to take the things from the other team and bring it back to your side. But there's not yeah. like one flag. There like, isn't. You're you're constantly collecting 
energy through the the giant triangles that you you carry back and forth but it is in a similar sense of capture the flag mm-hmm. where you're going to the other side trying to bring something back i don't i don't remember if there was a I'm sure there was some sort of multi- this being the era of shove a multiplayer mode in your single player game um, at all costs at all costs. If the consumer doesn't look on the back of your box and see a multiplayer option, you have failed, sir. Um, this is no. Th- this is just uh, Nintendo using every you know uh, uh, every part of the buffalo, right? Every gimmick like in every the box. single thing that they can do, including online play because this this needs mm-hmm. to be the product that sells every single aspect of the ds it's mm-hmm. yeah, a bold remember. statement to make about a game that doesn't use the d-pad <laughs> it does it does technically it does it just doesn't do it in the way that would be good <laughs> <laughs> um uh, yeah i don't remember if if what spirit tracks multiplayer was like but i remember liking this multiplayer i remember liking uh link between worlds multiplayer weird Weird, uh, fun multiplayer modes in these DS ones. Yeah, we are po. Are we post four swords? We yes. we had four swords in the Game Boy Advance. That's where the original one was with a link to the past mm-hmm. on there. Um, do we? I don't think. Do we have four swords adventures by this point? I can't remember. Um, because those are two that we've, yes. we've admitted that we're going to skip because That's of GameCube, everything, right? Yes. So yeah, they we would have had so, a GameCube disc by this point. Right, or, there wouldn't be any more. We're nearing Wii era. Yeah. Yeah, um, with uh, 2007 is this game. So yeah, yeah. Oh no, Wii's out. Yeah, Wii's out. So right, uh, Wii's out, gentlemen. So I don't. I don't ju- <laughs> uh, so I don't know if uh, Wii's out for Tetra. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um. Anyway, Wii's out for uh, Nico. Let's, yes. Let's <laughs> let's get back to the game. All right. Uh, <laughs> when we came out of the dungeon, uh, our fairy companion told us to go talk to Astrid. We go and talk to her, and she basically. So here's a... okay. We're gonna be going through this in uh, throughout the story on this, where I just feel like we we don't have a proper focus on what we're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. and we never really get it. Like we talk to Astrid, and Astrid is just like, "Hey, you probably got to keep doing what you're doing," and we're. I have to keep reminding myself. I'm just like, we don't have we. The villain is so ambiguous right now. The villain is. Ghost, ghost ship. ship tetra tetra being captured by mm. something like i wouldn't even yeah like ghost ship is our destination i mean that's we just, don't know that's who the inciting it. incident is is tetra getting captured and so we're just trying to find a ghost ship at this point like it, it, it's almost like if in in ocarina by by some happenstance we misplaced an item and we were like well maybe if we collect all the magic orbs and summon the gods they'll be able to help us with this <laughs> or i'm just like i don't feel like the direct connection has been made where we're like oh we need to do this to make sure like it, it, we're, we're being told maybe if we do all this we can confront the ghost ship and i'm like but why like none of this has been none of these pieces have been put together and there's a guy who knows but he's just like i'll tell you later yeah yeah <laughs> i it's it's kind of frustrating because i feel i feel more lost in this than i have felt in a lot of them and I, it may, may have something to do with this is one of the zelda games i've played the least um this and spirit tracks um because i like i said i can't remember if i even beat this game um maybe that has something to do with it that i'm more 
I, I have so many more memories of previous ones. I know where to go and all of that. But I just felt like there, there's a part, I think, in the next episode where I'm just like, I don't know what you want me to do right now. And it's like, oh, it's because you need to go back to this thing that you passed earlier that wasn't really important. Right. Uh, yeah, but, it, it does feel a little bit like, you know, getting all the Dragon Balls together to throw Oolong a birthday party. Like, it, it's... <laughs> it, it seems we also like, don't even know... But we don't know what the Dragon Balls do at this point, either. Right. Someone like, just told us to collect them, but not to not actually told us what they do. Only, And I think the only reason is, like, this ghost ship, we're going to pull out all the stops because the princess of legend is... The one who's trapped on the ghost ship. So we might as well. But no one says, no one frames it like that. They frame it as, well, you got to find your friend. So we got to find that ship. And Linebeck wants treasure. He, of course, there's treasure on the ghost ship. But even even the thing that Astrid gives us, which she's, you know, this is where we were supposed to be introduced to this item at first, though you had the opportunity to buy them earlier. And it still says the same thing of, here's a power gem. Maybe it will be useful later. Oh, that's right. We can and that's use- like the description of it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's weird. He's all over the place. I don't know. Yeah. So we leave there, and uh, we we're told to go back to Merkay Island, and we go to the um, what is it called? The Temple of the Ocean King. Is is this is going to be a place we return to? This is our first like return trip here, and this is where we are really introduced to a core mechanic of this game, and that is. A, a time limit put onto us to solve these puzzles in this level. Um, and you, you have, it takes like micro Zelda puzzles and battle instances and crams them into these little things on these levels and puts a timer on it. What's well, like a time attack mode uh, that you would see in like some kind of optional thing in previous Zelda games. Uh, maybe there was like a dungeon where it was just like, oh, you have to do this in this certain amount of time. Like I'm thinking of the um, the the Sun and Moon quest in Majora's Mask. At the end, you you have these like rooms that you have to go through to solve yeah, these quick yeah. puzzles in order to, le- and you're you're on a time constraint. But that is like a core mechanic of this game, and the the thing that most people argued about, uh, or at least pointed it, to, to say that this game sucks. It, this this was divisive. This reminds me of another game. I can't remember the name of it, but the. The central conceit of the game was you went through the same dungeon a bunch of times, but like every time you died, the dungeon changed. Uh, oh, you mean roguelike <laughs> game number four? What? Like, <laughs> this this was like <laughs> Binding of Isaac. Um... Well, well, not in like a roguelike fashion, in like okay. dying in the dungeon, like the story progressed in like things changed. But mm, I mean, if you think about it. like roguelikes do this all the time. Uh, like what is the game called? Like Airgies or Air Guys? Like that game that had like the fighting game that had a dungeon crawler in it for no apparent reason. Uh, oh. Okay, that was a that was a square joint, right? Yeah, or was that something? Okay, yeah, yeah. But the whole like you're gonna keep going back to this one dungeon all the time is is it new? Like it could be cool. I don't think the way that this game executes it is as cool as it could be. Um, it ends up I being more annoying. Great. So I don't like it. I, I think like it's it. the best part of the game. I think I think the so what what is going to happen is that you are introduced as as we go floor by floor. Uh, each floor has three to four kind of Zelda type puzzles to solve mm-hmm. to get through to the door. You're stuck uh, in a room as yeah 
And as you collect, as you come back here and collect more items, there are shortcuts that you can use, but the floors reset every single time you come back. Mm -hmm. So bombable walls are now brought back up. Yeah. So you can, this is where it's like, okay, it can be interesting if you make notes along the way to say like, write down some numbers on each floor because those, those notes you make will stay there. Um, Say, okay, go here first, here second, here third, you're out there. As opposed to like the first time you went through, you had to do like two or three other things to get the key, the key to open the door. Mm-hmm. As we get bombs, mm-hmm. you can blow up things, all that. So stuff. I made sure to to make notes to be like, hey, here's a bombable spot. Here's any any uh, two things that interacted. I would put like the same shape over those two things to be like, this is gonna open up your key. This is where you do this. Everything. The entire floor, I have notes on, like, everything, so that when I get back here, I know that corresponds to that, that corresponds to that, I'm going to make this run, be, I'm going to be through with the first uh, few levels in, like, two minutes, and on to the new stuff. I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I, I I don't, I don't like it. Um, you know, I can acknowledge certain merits to it, but I don't like it generally. I think, you know, putting the timer on there, uh, where you have to do a lot of waiting too, because we have to deal with these, um, dark nut kind of guys, but they're like different than previous dark nuts. Cause we can't fight them. Mm-hmm. Um, if they hit us, then that's it for us. Um, uh, if they see us, you just have to lose? run. Too much. I, I don't recall. I yeah. I didn't. I fortunately didn't get hit by them. Uh, but there is a lot of <laughs> sitting and waiting in a in a in a spot where the time pauses. If you go to the glowy areas, time freezes. Mm-hmm. And I spent just too much time sitting and waiting. And uh, yeah, it's just I hate that. There I was a lot. That. Like in that's the probably my too. Especially yeah, that's, that's that's my biggest complaint. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm with Jeremy here. I enjoyed the concept, like when they showed us the hourglass and they they said, okay, you have this much time, it becomes cool. Okay, I just have to get through this faster and faster, or like, I'll know, like in future runs, I'll be able to just breeze through it. But there's just some sections where you have to just do the same thing, and that same thing, as Jeremy said, is just waiting. Like, it's... Mm -hmm. If there were, like, you get to a point and then you can just skip ahead, that'd be great. Or if there's some shortcuts you end up unlocking, but if the shortcuts were better, I I don't know. It's just, like, it, no, not this episode or the next one, but, yeah. I'm also going to throw this complaint out. I'll, I'll say this is just this one time, but it's going to be an issue throughout it. We've complained before about a thing like uh, Link's Awakening. You can all hold two, two items. You can only hold one item in there. Yeah, what like, the hell? You know, you you only like sure you have your sword. You always have your sword available to you and all that. But when there are things where you have to, let's say, dig a hole and then also throw a bomb at that hole, and you're on a timer the whole time, and you, you have to just like go down to the bottom and tap that to bring up the menu to hit your thing. Then you have to hit the item to be using it to be in the move. It's the control scheme is just so frustrating, and the fact that we can only hold one item is is ridiculous at this that, point, honestly. Yeah. Especially e- if you have to switch. Swap. If you ever have to switch, that's the worst. Yeah. 
e- even with the quick swap, uh, like it doesn't ever feel good. Um, what is it? What is quick swap? Wait, quick uh, swap, huh? So if you, uh, so like, yeah, if you hold down L or R, depending on, I'm a lefty, so I'm holding down R. That'll bring up your weapon, and you can use it that way. Um, oh, if if I knew you, that. Okay, so if you uh, hit A. It will bring up your item bar. If you hit B, it will pop the map down to the bottom screen. And if you hit Y, it will bring out the like uh, save subscreen collection C chart stuff. So still not quick enough for me. You, no, it's 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 not. It's not the best solution. But if you, I think if you hold A down, you can like tap the thing on the bar, the item you want to switch to. Let go of A, bar goes away. Uh, so it's it's still a little weird when you're in the middle of a fight or something. So for us, would that be instead of A, would it be right on the D pad? Yes, yeah. right, right, yeah. Because you guys, I am right. I'm left handed, so um, yeah, it would correspond to whatever you freaks do with your hands. <laughs> I was hoping it was a, a a quick like swap between the last two that you used. So, but no, it's not. no, 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 no. That would be nice. That, that I'm would, asking uh, too much. Apparently, let, that, that, let's let's have the uh, the X button or up be that you know or something. But yeah, something. Uh, okay, Maybe it so, does. I don't know. When we get to a certain point uh, going up here, we're not going to go through like oh, here's these it, again. It's it's various Zelda trope puzzles that you you do throughout all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, a mix of that stuff, dodging those dark nuts, um, switches. We, that either you know drop spikes or turn fire off or drop out. Yeah, hit it, gr- hit a switch. Drop some hit multiple switches. Out. Yeah. Uh, when we get to the top, we get a new map for the northwest part of the map. Um, when we get it, it's got a bunch of dirt on it, so mm-hmm. we got to blow on it. And Brian, this is where you ran into some problems in terms of your streaming. This right? is where we leave our listeners behind, <laughs> as far as my stream is concerned. Yeah, so um, last episode, it, it actually kind of worked out that I could I could make what was I, I was able to yell at Aster and blow out some candles. I was not able to clear all the dust off of a map uh, by just jamming on. The control stick. I've heard that if you if you alternate between the menu and the microphone button, that you can build up <laughs> like some sort of uh, you know negative uh, movement speed build up or something. I don't know, but having to do with the the sound and and make it pass some of those checks. But this was not one of those places because it it didn't have the menu at the bottom. I was already looking at a map, so. I'm not I'm not playing on the stream right now, so hooray. So now you just gotta listen. Yay. Uh, uh so now that we have the map, uh we do need to go to a new area. But before we do that, we'll take a quick break and when we get back, we'll play more of Phantom Hourglass. Hey 
everybody, it's Patreon time. We haven't done this in a little bit, so we do have something to catch up on. If you go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild, you can support us for as little as a dollar or more. When you do that, we have a little form that you get to fill out talking about your favorite Zelda games, and then we read it here on the show. And we are going to do that right now for Genova. Oh, one boy. Of our, one of our newest patrons. Uh, Yay. Yay. When asked, uh, what's your favorite Zelda game and why, Genova says, uh, Breath of the Wild. The open world is like what I imagined Ocarina Time to be when I was a kid, and Zelda herself is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, one, one, of my, one of my favorite versions of Zelda, for sure, on this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, know why people give her crap. She's fine. She's great. Mm-hmm. She's, she's interesting. She actually has, like character <laughs> desires uh, yeah that is it's agency not just right well, like in the past it's, in the it's past, attitude has been zelda in right? the past she has agency but um yeah um and yeah fair point on uh, on ocarina of time i'm just like this is what i saw in my head as i ran around like oh it's so huge there's so much stuff going on as a kid like yeah that's how i saw it is maybe mm. breath of the wild so yeah uh, for her favorite Zelda item, she says, Bombs, because they can be used for anything and everything. <laughs> uh, they have been, as as weird as it sounds, blowing up things has been a very versatile uh, interaction throughout the Zelda games. Yeah. Sometimes they, don't they, hasn't some games let you light torches with bombs? Have you been able to do that with bombs, mm, I think? I feel Maybe. like I've always thought you could, and I don't think so. I don't think that's the case. Um, I mean, I think you can light. Yeah, I don't know. No, probably not. But uh, yeah, the best thing Breath of the Wild did was just let you have bombs all the time, mm-hmm. never run out. I mean, you can only have two at a time out, but never run out. Never run out of bombs. Uh, for their favorite Zelda like, they said Illusion of Gaia. Ooh. I wish Nintendo would put it on the Virtual Console. Or the, I guess, the uh, Super Nintendo online service or whatever yeah. big, weird thing they call it. So chances are that is really, you have to wait until Square Enix decides that they can bundle that with two or three other games that they can sell individually. It's never going to, it's not going to get onto the, uh, the Nintendo service because Square knows they can just sell that stuff, so... Mm-hmm. It's it's rough. Uh, the virtual console was wonderful back when Nintendo realized that, hey, it's like the NES all over again. We can make all these wonderful licensing agreements that benefit the crap out of us because we have an online marketplace now for console, you know, for retro games and stuff. So uh, now everyone can do that themselves, and, and it sucks, but yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Genova, for supporting us. Uh, like I said, if you go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild, you can join up. You can get your opinions shared in the same way. Uh, some of the cool things that you get, you get access to our Discord, where we talk about like games we're playing, games we're excited about, share pictures of our pets, talk about what we're doing. Everyone just hangs out in there. Uh, we also have the channel for uh, SideQuest. It is a, a new patron exclusive thing uh, where we talk about what games we've been playing and spend an hour or so 
just talking about that. You know, sometimes they'll be similar to Zelda games. Sometimes they'll be completely different. Sometimes it'll be the mobile game that Brian has been playing for five years straight. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we'll throw that in there at some point. Um, yeah, and uh, also, I, I mean, speaking of the Discord, the other day I, I have to watch some uh, speedruns from uh, Flame Fatale's Games Done Quick uh, event that recently happened. So I was like, why don't I just watch them in the Discord? I'll host my screen, and if people want to hop in and hang out and stare at absolute insanity and nonsense with me, then they can do that. So that was uh, that was a few days ago. That was fun. Why were you watching speedruns, Brian? Because I do a show called Need for Speedrunning with uh, d- actually two people who uh, work with GDQ, uh, Spike Vegeta and Jay Hobbs, as well as our friend Brad on the uh, Greenlit Podcast Network over at Hair of the Dogcast. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we're going to do a little bit of a recap on on the latest uh, all-women event of, of GDQ. And I, yeah, I was editing an episode. I had my birthday that week. It was real, real busy, and so I didn't get to watch a lot of it live. So I'm catching up. But, yeah. Some other cool things that you get with the patron... Uh, with the Patreon is you will get access to our discussions on the Legend of Zelda animated series, which we will be working on in September. Uh, Those will be uh, first for the patrons and then non-patrons will have to wait until beginning of next year to listen to those. So if you want to, if you want to hear us talk about that horrible, horrible show, uh, be sure to just, you know, toss us a buck. That's That's all it takes. And you get, you get access to our special club. Yay. I can't wait. And yeah, and then I'm still uh, streaming over at uh, Luigi's underscore apartment on Twitch. You just go to luigisapartment.com. That'll go right to my Twitch page. Uh, Tiffy and I had a blast. Uh, Jeremy came over on my birthday, played some uh, Kill Your Babies from uh, Easy Allies. And and then Tiffy and I played Roller Coaster Tycoon to all damn night. So, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So that that was like a special event. But usually it's just me and her hang out, or me and she's in the chat, or whatever. But and yeah, mostly just Tiffy and I hanging out. I play Zelda games on Wednesdays and whatever else. Is like. I played God of War. Save that for side quests. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I'm not through don't, it. Yeah, yet. don't tell me anything. I'm not yep. through it. Yeah. But. You got to pay to hear that opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, like I said, check all that stuff out. Thank you so much for listening. For now, we're going to go ahead and send it over to some other great Green Lit Podcast shows. Hello, everyone. We're superhero stuff you should know. And if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again we got romance we got action romance we got comedy we got everything you need man come on down to superhero stuff you should know for all your superhero needs uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance what part are you talking about we've got all kinds of sketches and then deep dives on top of that come on down to superhero stuff you should know <laughs> all right so come on down to su- wait why did i say come on down to superhero stuff you should know part of the greenlit podcast network <laughs>
There are a lot of podcasts with comic book reviews and interviews with some of the greatest creators in the industry, but only one will tell you scientifically what the worst comic book of all time is. And the best. We've been ranking comic book stories for six years. We have a list with over a thousand comics on it, and we're adding more every month. More Rocket Ajax on the Greenlit Podcast Network. With a purposeful grimace and a terrible smile, join Nikki and Wyatt as we stomp our way through the history of Toho's Dai Kaiju films in Discuss All Monsters. Are you telling me we're going to discuss all monsters? We won't stop until there isn't a monster left to discuss. Smash that play button like Godzilla and King Kong smash an 18th century Japanese pagoda. Only on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Okay, so we have our map. So... It shows that the next place we need to go is due north. So let's just head due north, right? Exactly. Nope. You go there, there's some fog, and it's just like, you can't go that way. What's going on? This is where we now have the ability. Uh, you do get, I, th- I believe we get a letter in the mail if you go past the mailbox. Our little uh, mail a- mailman angel friend will show up, and yeah. he'll he'll give you a letter basically saying, like, go to Bomb Island, <laughs> right? <laughs> like Teen Icarus. Awkward teen Icarus. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, or, well, no, actually, no, the first time we meet him, basically, he just says, I'm the postman. Be nice to the postman. Like, that's what the letter says. Yeah, yeah it, the postmaster from... says, sends a letter to us to say, be nice to the postman. His boss was like, yeah. that kid, this kid's pretty good. If the, if this letter got to you, that was his, that was his uh, um, job interview. So tell him he's a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I found this bizarre because we already have a a Wind Waker specific race of flying mailmen, but instead we just added wings to the running mailman. Also, there are Zora crowns scattered around this map. So yeah, we we've traded out one of. The, the the split in that genetic uh his, his I don't know history whatever um yeah we we've traded out a Rito for Zora apparently if the Ritos evolved from Zoras why are there still Zoras um <laughs> yeah so well, we knew we were gonna get to that we, this season uh we we really what we gotta do is we gotta go to the the bomb island uh that if we went to previously they were just like no nah, we got nothing for you here right now okay I was wondering if you about go that. there. Yeah, if you go there now, there's a guy in the front door uh, that you, you go through the the only entrance that you can right now uh, uh, at this hut. He was there. And before. The guy says he was there before, but he just didn't do anything for you. He was like, oh, he's um, busy. And he says, like, oh, you want to talk to the bomb master? Well, you can't go through this door. You need to go through this long circle around the island for some reason. Can't jump the fence. You gotta you gotta walk around. And you just take this it's long detour. Um, Don't get all I the d- way to the end. Blow up the final set of uh, blocks that were blocking your way and think that that completes the loop so you can just hop off the the ledge and do it all again. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> th- th- I was like, I'm so done. It, in a way, this is treated like the tutorial for bombs. Because yeah. we are we are given the bomb flowers beforehand, 
um, that we can pick up and we can throw and you can shoot and blow them up and do all this stuff. We well, not to... shoot. Like, you can do, you can throw bombs on bombs to nice. do all that stuff. You um, can, like, NBA and... Jam shoot, you know. You can exactly. throw them. Um, I will yeah. say this is, oddly enough, one instance where I think the the stylus controls are great because you just tap mm-hmm. where you want the bomb to go and it goes there. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a we lot did. of, uh, like... Timing, you got you to like, you know, different challenges of look, you're going to have to run to things. So that things that are just far enough away, throwing things over fences or having to think other than just what's in front of you. They want you to like think about bombs in a much larger sense, I guess. But yeah, a lot of that. But we go all the way through. We talk to Edo. He is the, the craftsman there. And uh, he sells us our first bombs for 50 rupees. He, Pretty cheap. I had plenty at this time. Well, the cannon he sells us. And he's the like, cannon, yes. He's like, You're never gonna believe this. You should just you should just leave now. You might want to sit down before I tell you just how much these bombs cost. Mm-hmm. Fifty. That's that's gonna be his running joke. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he, he charged us three hundred for the next thing, and I was like, I don't know, that might be a little more steep. Uh, so with this cannon, now when we're in our boat, we can fire bombs at things. And there is an area on the west side of our current map that there was a bunch of cracked rocks that I mentioned, I believe in the previous episode, um, that you can blow up, you can go through there. As soon as you go through that, you get this like cutscene where it's just like, ghost ship, look at that ghost ship. Go that we way. Have this, you should we, go that we, way. We have, oh my God, we have this long, frustrating sequence of following this ghost ship. Now, keep in mind, we can only tell our ship to move by bringing up the map and drawing. And this ghost ship just sort of goes on its own. So we're constantly having to be like, I guess it's going to be going this way. And fortunately, for the most part, it did. But then it started to deviate a little bit. And I'm like, all right, I got to bring up my map, erase what I was, or like, you know, start over with the drawing and doing all this. And even when you go through all of it, you're, you're still going to lose anyway. Um, you, you, you go through this whole sequence and it's going to kick you back regardless. Yeah. Uh, there, there is no, there is no winning in this little sequence. There's no, there's nothing like, oh, you didn't figure it out. Well, you know, that was, that was on you. Uh, but we do have a way to help you figure this out. If you go to this other Island, no, you literally just can't win this and then it will kick you to the other Island. In fact, if you see the ghost ship, when they say, Hey, look, look, there it is over there. And you go. No, I know I can't do anything. I'm going to just head south to one of the new islands over here. You can't continue until you chase the ghost ship down. God. The, the, the you know, much like Ugh. Minish Cap or something. Like, you haven't triggered the event yet. You need to go do the thing that we want you to. Anyways. uh, Man, I hate to be, I hate to be angry about a Zelda game this early on. But uh, this is annoying. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. But no, no. The sailing do... is definitely not as good as no, Wind Waker. No, 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 not at all. The sailing is one of my least favorite parts in this game. Honestly, it, it's what like I think soured. Okay, there's a lot of things that sour this game. I think a little bit, but um, yeah, it's it's not the best. It's not the best. I think the worst part for me about this section is that now that you have the cannon, you run into enemies in the mm-hmm. water. You're and drawn so aggro. There's a couple different types, and 
you can't see them in the fog. So you get a notification that enemies yeah. are out there, but they could have spawned behind you. They could spawn off to the side. And like the time it takes to rotate around and then also figure out where you're going in the fog only to get warped back to the beginning. And then you're trying to shoot things. It's just all super confusing. It, it, it's more perilous than Wind Waker 2. Um, like things are just on you. And you've got health that, that's not Link's health. You have boat health. Um, and so you can get messed up pretty quick if, you know, you don't know how to control the bombs correctly or whatever. Right. But uh, after we do all this, we're supposed to go to the island of the south, Mo- Molida Island. Um, we We get there and, you know. There's just not a lot to do at first when we get there. You get some people and they just say like, oh, Hi. you were trying to go through the fog? Well, there's someone dumb. on this island that knows how to do that. And that's that's really all you're told over and over. Like that is, that you know, you go to this island and they just won't shut up about this one guy knows how to get through the fog. Yeah. And he's that's, dead. That's their, that's their thing. You know. um, yeah. Right. He, he, he used then, to live here like 70 years ago. He's awesome. <laughs> Do you want to like yeah, uh, buy one of our merch that's based around his likeness? <laughs> we can talk to his widow, and we can talk to his kid, who the kid also hates his dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, why would and, you want to res- live under the shadow of the famous guy who once got through the fog? He he resents adventurers because of that uh, when we meet him. Uh, but he does kind of say, like, look, I don't care. You can... You can go through this back cave and see what you can find. Just see all my dad left us and he just has these notes back there just so you'll leave me alone. <laughs> and it's weird. You go and do this and then when you walk out of there, the uh, his, his mother is just like, "What are you doing?" "Oh, he said you could go back there. Carry on then." Uh, and it's like, "Why?" I don't know if maybe maybe if you tried doing that beforehand, she would just stop you and not let you. She would. Maybe. Okay, it, I just didn't see that scene apparently. We go through these caves um, and we do eventually find a shovel. Uh, we got to fight some enemies. We come across a new, it's like a, a, a sea dark nut, sea nut or something kind of thing. They're like mer, merman dark yeah, nuts. Something from the dark lagoon. Uh, they are, they're these heavy guys that if you hit them straight on, they'll always block you. So you got to stun them by taking a boomerang in the back. And then I believe you can still only hit them in the back. I can't uh, remember. Yep. Yeah. But you just, you um, just completely. Yeah, just tap on them a bunch after you stun them. Which, stunning them, not always the best. Um, not You know, you have to draw like a, a circle all the way around to get to their back while you're moving or doing something. And you have to then stop in place, draw it, and then keep going. And don't mm. let go of the shoulder button before you let go of the stylus because it'll just cancel your attack. And then you'll get hit in the face like I did. Yeah. So in this cave, uh, this adventure guy that we're looking for, he left he left a a lot of secret hideouts in this cave where he find we find like one notebook that is just sort of like, Yeah, that you found my secret hideout. This is where I hang out all the time. And then you'll find a note somewhere if you like bomb a wall where he's be like, You found my second secret hideout. This is where I tell where my other secret hideout is. <laughs> this is the- um this is the ne- this is the step to the real party. Yeah, and we're given one of those hints that we're going to see quite a few of these where it's just like uh, if you 
find these four things on the island and then cross-reference them to this. You'll find an intersection, and that's where the secret is. And you do that, you fall into a hole, and then you find his his true notebook of just being like, I'm sorry, son. Uh, I, did, I didn't mean to do all this to you, but I'm still an adventurer. Darn it. <laughs> Legitimately says, I was a terrible father, and I know I was a terrible yeah. father. But I hope you grow up to be an adventurer like me. If you do, <laughs> I have left a really special adventurer style puzzle for you that you have to go through three of my hideouts to find my real message uh, mm-hmm. of I suck. I'm sorry. Um, Along the way, it's important to bring I'm not bringing it up now because... It's not important at all in this episode. Uh, there's a door that you come across. It's got a sun on it, and there's a keyhole. You can't do anything else about it. Nope. But remember it. Yeah. yeah, they even make a point to be like, draw this. But when you pull up the thing to draw it, it doesn't show you the underground map. It just shows you the above ground map. Mm-hmm. So I just drew the crudest sun on the above ground map, and I yeah. hoped I would remember what that meant. I didn't do anything with it because oh. at the time I was just like, I don't think this, this is probably just some little secret thing. And then turns out it's a mainline quest. Basically they tell you to draw on your map. Then the puzzle revolves around something being on your map. <laughs> uh, as we go through this, uh, we do also eventually find the true uh, route to take through the fog. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we can, we can really leave from this. Like with our shovel, there's a lot of places to dig that drop like hundred rupee rupees. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good to collect all those shovel collect tutorial. as much as you can. Um, I will say at this point, uh, as you're listening to this, there is a bomb bag that you can get that is a thousand rupees. So save up to, to get that. Where's that? Uh, there is, uh, um, what, what's his name? Um, the, the seller, Beetle. our main, uh, Beetle, yes. Beetle has it. Wow. Uh, it. But not right now. Not right now. Okay. But okay. Okay. in the time that it would take you to earn a lot of this stuff, go check on Beetle. He'll have a, a bomb upgrade for you. Okay. But it's a thousand, and there isn't... I don't know what the limit is on rupees. It I is not you can going to be 500, but then I hit, like, past 500, and I was like, oh, it's probably 999, and then I went over a thousand. And so I was like, okay, uh... Maybe they just don't have wallets in this game. I was, at, I was at like 990 when I found a 100 rupee piece. And I was like, man, this is going to suck. And it, and it all went in my wallet. And I was like, oh, hey, okay, cool. Um, as we uh, leave this island, you do have a, an optional place you can stop at. Did you guys go to that little boat just south of there? No. There's, there's so. a guy... Oh yeah, uh, yeah. There, there, there's a guy who's being attacked by mini blends. He's got the if he's... beard. He's sort of dressed like us. Uh, not yet. Not no. yet. Well, no, not yet. No, so that, I don't know. Here's the pro- so yeah. Here's the thing. I don't know if this is the same guy. Uh, but we meet this guy. This guy's name is Nave. N Y A V E. Like Nave um, or Nave? I think it's supposed. To, I think it's supposed to be like Nave. That's what I thought, um, but. And uh, you you save him. He gives you a, uh, one of those random treasures that you find that we still have nothing to do with right now. 
we're still just collecting these things and can't do a single thing with them. Um, but that's all you get. You go and do that. Um, if, if we keep going on, uh, there, there's like another Island down there that you can go and collect some more treasure. There's no heart pieces in this game. Is there, I haven't seen, I haven't come across a single heart piece. Um, oh. when we collect heart containers, everything's in treasure yeah. chests. I don't think we even see heart containers on the ground. That was Majora's um, Mask I was playing last week that I got heart pieces. Yeah, no. I was like, I got heart pieces. I need, like, one more to get a heart container. No. No, that was a different game. I, I don't know. I kind of assume um, that there would be, like, we've gotten a couple treasure maps at this point, so I assumed it would be something you pulled up from the ocean, but, yeah, I, I don't think I've seen any. It's all potion-based. Um, as we go through the fog, we, we do a bunch of loop-de-loops around some rocks because that's how you get through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we make our way to the end and, uh, really again, this is, we're, we're, we're given, uh, a couple different islands to go to, but we really just go to one. There's, you can't do anything on one of them. Um, and really it's just about go to, go to the main one that had the symbol on it. And that's really where we we're, we're meant to go. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if you knew this about sailing, but uh, when there's fog, um, the general consensus among sailors is to use the uh, island's uh, gravitational pull to slingshot yourself around them, um, and that's how you gain speed. So noted. All right. Yeah, captains um, captains have been doing that uh, in movies in space. For years. Did either of you guys do the mermaid quest? No. I didn't know we were allowed to. I think you can. I just have... I talked to the guy. This guy is just like, man, I want a mermaid. Help me get a mermaid. And I'm like, okay, that's my quest. Yeah, I've got a kiddie pool here for a mermaid. I forsook all friends and loved ones <laughs> yes. For my entire life. You know that story about the four burners? I turned the mermaid burner all the way up and all the other burners down, man. Uh that was like sad story. He's like, just help me capture one, please. If you if you do that, apparently you get a fishing rod. Oh. I didn't know there was fishing in this game. So I need to do that because I need to see what this is. You gotta um, fish. <clears throat> gotta fish. But, uh, yeah, anyways, if you go and do that, it does apparently open a whole fishing mini game that you can do with the the mermaid. Um, huh. Okay. I'll have to, I'll have to check, check in with that after. Um, so what we do is, uh, we can go to the, um, is there a lot of optional stuff we can be doing right now? Yeah, there's another. So if you go on to the, to one of the islands, you'll be given, um, you'll, you'll see the things where it shows a map on the wall with an X. And those are different than the treasure maps that if you go to those, those are actually islands. Okay. Um, and so there's, there's optional islands. There's one to get the, the special like uh warp slate or what is it called? Cyclone slate. You guys don't know about this. I gotta go find that. Does it have to do with I the frogs? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, there's an island. Well, okay. Well, if neither of you did it, we'll talk about it in the next episode. Okay, okay. Uh, well, actually, no, we won't talk about the next episode. We'll talk about the after one because beyond the season <laughs> right now. Um, but uh, are we gonna become yeah. a real boy? Get all three things. <laughs> Maybe. Um, 
Adult yeah, there's time. A, there, is, there is a lot of lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, wow. I gave up okay. on it because I was just like, man, I have already spent like two hours playing this today, and I'm I am just I need to be done with this. I just didn't think we could do a lot of the stuff like the mermaid or or whatever. Barely like, can. Yeah. I was a little salty after the whole fog fiasco, so I was just trying to get <laughs> to the dungeon and handle my business. Mm-hmm. Going right here. Um. So what we really need to do is we need to go to the Isle of Gust. Uh, yeah. And when we 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 get through there, and this island is deserted. The island, <laughs> yes, the island is deserted. Basically, uh, it is it it exists only for adventurers. There are a bunch of mini blends in there, and there's just constant wind blowing you off of ledges that you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, you you navigate through this whole thing. A lot of shovel spots. That are nice that you can dig up some rupees. Yeah, they just Lo- lots of rupees to collect there. We just gave him the shovel. Give him something to dig. Mm-hmm. Uh, we oh. are also introduced to the mechanic of uh, shoveling air vents, uncovering air vents, and covering yes. which, and, and and covering air vents. Yes, covering them back up. Yes, um, which I. D- they, these are also in the the temple of the ocean king too. So like I was missing those. I was like, oh, I could have dug that. Uh, we we get to a certain point on this island that we get what is already a tired trope for this game, where there's a map that says these three spots here are the things you go do the thing in, and you need to mark it on your map to know which ones to go and do. Um, and we have to uncover those those vents. In order to open the gate to the uh, the temple, um, yeah, that's pretty great. This is at least we didn't have to come back and mark the map. We just had to go find a different map that had the answers of the things that we needed to interact with. We didn't have sure. to go back and then and then on top of all of it, be like, now which ones did you blow? <laughs> uh, yeah. Once we get once we uh hit the hit the proper windmills and get them going, um we go we can now get access to the Temple of Wind. And uh yeah, this uh this was fine. It was fine. I'm I was I'm not a big fan of stylus controls plus wind. Um I'm also not a big fan of the whole Frank Herbert's Dune situation we have going on. Where... <laughs> yes, I was immediately thinking. I was like, "Yeah, we got we got Dune worms." Yeah, uh, yeah at some tremors. point, and those yeah. are yeah, probably more tremors. tremors. Since we're, I'm tremor. we're I'm coming them up. from a tremorous place here. Yeah, more of a fun sci-fi than a hard sci-fi. I like my sci-fi soft. But yeah, I didn't realize at um, first that they they just said move without sound, and so I was like, "All right, don't." Breathe into the mic. Um, Don't won't speak. breathe. That's into what the I thought name. it was going to be too. Yeah. And so, but I, it really is just don't walk on the sand, or walk slowly. You can walk slowly on sand, and it won't. Can you? Yeah. If, I don't know how you walk slowly in this game. You put the stylus closer to Link. Okay. I just ran through it all. It, it goes back to kind of what. Jeremy said before with the whole waiting. It felt like a bunch of waiting. Where I'm just like, all right, well, I'm gonna slowly walk to this spot so I can grab this bomb. 
so I can wait for them to eat the bomb. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they're going to respawn. Yes. Because they yep. always come back. You can't get rid of them. I thought maybe, hey, do if I will that unlock one of the doors if I kill all of them? No. I think the ones outside die permanently, but the ones inside, I think, just respond forever. Yeah. You're, you're good. Yeah. You're good, like, in that area. If yeah, you don't okay. move out of your little screen area, if you kill one, you'll be fine in that space. Um, but yeah, I, am I am I misremembering? Do we not get? Do we not have bombs at this point? The cannon just shot bombs, but now we have a bomb bag. We get the we bomb bag have, here. Yeah, we get the bomb bag here. So okay, that's that, that's what I was mixing up. Yeah. So outside, you have to use the bomb plants, but once you get inside, there's a there's a bomb plant nearby, but it doesn't reach. And so you go through that room and you get the bomb bag. So, yeah. So th- there's just something about these dungeons that just, it, none of them are going to interest me. No. Like we, we are given these giant floors that it feels like, I don't know. It, it almost feels like one of those little marble game things where you just like are constantly moving the marble from, one little puzzle spot to the next and it's just all different style of puzzles just to move the marble along and every single dungeon is going to be that mm-hmm. um it's we're not gonna get as soon as you step onto a floor you get the map for that floor it's immediately like here you go there, there there's no uh poking and prodding until you you find something they need you they a lot of the puzzles need you to see the entire floor so there's a thing in the zelda games that i love where when we're going through a dungeon where you circle back around and you're like oh i know where this is i remember okay so i'm up in this elevated spot here you're never going to have that moment with this Mm -hmm. because you see everything when you get there that's that and it's really just navigating the maze every single thing is just navigating the maze um and just not a fan. Not and you know this is Dungeon Two. I I'm sorry if there you know for any people that really love this game, but man, I'm not I'm not feeling this game so uh, I mean, far. I I like this game, but uh, the dungeons are no <laughs> no. I like the bosses. Yeah. Oh, I like this boss. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The bosses will get creative, and that's the thing is I think we're gonna be able to speed through a lot of these dungeons when we talk about it more so than we have for any other Zelda game. Uh because they're so much of them are the same, uh, except for like when they we get a new item and then we'll quickly say like, what are the things you can do with this item in this dungeon? And then we'll move on. Mm. And I feel like we've we, they're bombs. You're gonna blow things up. You're gonna blow up walls. We're, uh, uh, you're gonna we're set off lines of bombs. Moving uh heads that are blowing air that I didn't that I only rem- I only remembered I could move that head because I have a distinct memory of getting really mad at those things because I didn't know I could push them 14 years ago. And I'm like, this is... There, there's a lot of really weird things from this game that have stuck in my head from one playthrough from a decade and a half ago. And that's one of them, apparently. <laughs> okay, so uh, moving on to the boss. Uh, just a reminder, before you go into the boss room... Look at the the stone statue thing that's on there to get your little warp, in case in case uh, this is too hard yes. for you, in case uh, any yes. in case any battles too hard for you. Um, so we uh, are now fighting 
Cycloc is its name. It is a <laughs> flying squid. I'm glad you um, said it. Yeah, and uh, it, this is the this is where it, it it starts to get so much more interesting uh, because it's it's using the dual screen, which apparently the last boss did, and we just didn't pay attention to it. This one, you kind of have to pay attention to it, though. You can you could technically probably beat this boss without ever looking at the top screen because you can watch its shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this but, took me like twenty seconds. But uh, what happens is he will fly back and forth between a few different spots where there are wind currents blowing up through cracks in the ground, um, and you do have to like dodge some of his attacks every once in a while and all of this. But really what you're doing is you're waiting until he's like hanging out around one of them and you can kind of uh, herd him towards it because he kind of stays near you uh, in a certain way. So you do kind of want to move in a, in a specific guiding sense to where you want him to be. Um, and then you toss a bomb up on the air vent, blows it up, up in the air. He comes down, bang, 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 hit him with the sword. Uh, do that a few times and you're done. Uh, we don't really get like multiple phases with him uh he does like i think he does like one extra attack after you do it like twice or something like that i think but it doesn't he doesn't change what you need to do to hurt him stays the same Mm. yeah uh taking a cue from ocean horn i emptied my entire bomb bag on him that kills him (laughs) in two cycles so oh okay yeah i think it took me like i think it took me four i just i just fun wailed on this guy love it love it hey brian yeah we we did i know it feels so like early season where we're just like (laughs) you saw how many like what what do you mean that phase of the boss battle like what are you talking Mm -hmm. about i didn't see that at all so after we beat him we get more sand that's mm. that's going to be a new reward that we get is sand. Of course, and irritating uh, to you guys. <laughs> like sand through the uh, hourglass. These are the links <laughs> of our lives. Now get in that Anyway. <laughs> oh my god, Delta dies at the beginning of the season and then she's going to come back and be alive at the end of the season. Oh my god, soap opera. Sorry. It adds two <laughs> minutes to our clock. Uh, we started with ten minutes, now we have twelve. We open up a treasure chest. We get a heart. We meet a new fairy. Their name is Neri. They are the spirit of wisdom. Uh, so we got a new fairy on us too. They don't do anything different. You know, they just are in our inventory now. And this is where we'll wrap up this episode. In our next episode, we are going to complete the Temple of Courage. Whee! Go do some side quests. There's plenty of them. Uh, as, as annoying as it might sound. No, no. Uh, <laughs> As long as it might take you to sail around on here, there's a lot of side quest things oh, to do. Go ahead and do them. If you get if you get damaged to like that's the other thing that makes the sailing worse than one waker. If you get damaged and your boat sinks while you're out there, they put you back where you started. You set sail from. Whereas one waker would be like, "Oh, that was weird. <laughs> Shake it off," and then you know you kind of just you're maybe like twenty feet away from where you were. So, yeah. But go ahead and do that. Complete the Temple of Courage. Be back here. We'll talk about it on Chat of the Wild. <laughs>